welcome to Face to Face Podcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Kitty Peters, the president of the nation's assembly incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. This conversation was between the woman that Jesus met at the well. We were never told what her name was. And the woman was not someone that planned to receive any message from God that day. There's so much to learn from that. But I just want to tie in something here. In the course of their conversation, Jesus got her attention. And we saw that after that experience, the woman left her water pot because she came out to get water in the first place, went into the city and called everyone and said, Come see a man that told me everything I ever did. Amen. Look at verse 29. Let's read 28 and 29 together. So, 28, 29. It says, Then the woman then, um, the woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city. Amen. John 4, 28. The woman left her water pot and went her way into the city and said to the men. Now, what surprised me was that she didn't say to the women. She had the ministry to men. Verse 29. Come see a man which told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? My prayer is that everyone will be so impacted by Christ that they can't keep quiet about it. It surprises me how people meet with Jesus and never talk about him. I begin to wonder who they met. Praise God. Because anything that actually impacts you, you don't keep quiet about it. There's some of you here that watch Black Panther and you were not quiet about it. Everybody has to hear that you have seen the movie. There's some of you that have the opportunity to be in um, a live football match, not watching on television. And you wanted everybody to know you were there. Hello? There's some people that traveled to South Africa. Africa. The South. And came back with a British accent. In South Africa. And they wanted everybody to know that they are coming from South Africa. That means that that experience touched you in a way that you couldn't keep quiet. 
It bothers me how people can meet Jesus and be quiet. Then I say, no, he didn't meet my Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. But I found out something. And it's the fact that you can be in a church and be in a service and not have an experience. You know why? Because you didn't open yourself up, hallelujah, to have any experience. Am I communicating? Yeah. It's not everybody that goes into a bar that comes out drunk. Hello? Am I communicating? For you to be drunk, you have to have an experience. You have to open yourself up to take enough. Are you understanding me? So in the same way, you can come to church. He said, does it matter if I sing? It matters. Does it matter if I let's rise to our feet? Does it matter that I'm not rising? I'm not participating? It matters. Your participation in the service is part of how you open yourself to get the best. Hallelujah. So, now we're singing, You're amazing God. That's the time your Bible told you. Empty time. Empty time. Empty time. You stood up, you left. Then you come back in. Then you're wondering why. Hey, they say God is here. Where is God? Where is God? Hello? And people like that are looking for God. Where is God? What they fail to understand is that through the songs, through the teaching, through the testimony, that's the experience. That's what brings that experience. It's not the light, though. It's not the light. It's not the decoration. If not, if you enter a beautiful hotel, you will meet God. Hello? If you get to the airport, not Potaco International Airport, you will meet God. Are we together? But it's not about the environment. It's the singing, the teaching, the preaching, the exhortation, the testimony. If you came to church and missed that path, you were not in church. You were in the premises, but you were not in church. Some of you always tell people, I'm going for service. God knows that in the last four weeks you've not been to service. And you know why? Because you can have what we call legitimate distraction. Legitimate distraction. You just find that there's something that always distracts you. So some even come and get 10%. Some come and get 20%. Listen, you can never get the best of spiritual things if you don't give them attention. Spiritual things produce in your life when you give them attention. Let nobody fool you. Amen. Any ministry or minister of the gospel you see that has results, he must have given attention to spiritual things. They don't just happen. 
Are you listening to me? So in the same way, every Christian must give attention to spiritual things. You know why you have some miracle-seeking people? Every day they are looking for miracles. Every day they are looking for miracles. Why? Because they will never give attention to spiritual things. So they always look for someone that will just give them a quick fix. And then they, are, they get sick. Because once you get desperate, you're already calling for trouble. Amen. Am I communicating? So how you don't get to that place is by giving attention to the things you're taught. Hallelujah. Are we together? Now, let me start by saying this. Jesus met this woman. He didn't just touch her hand and then say, Hey, God is here. He had a conversation. Let me say conversation. He explained something to her. If you follow the discussion, alright, maybe we'll read from um, a good post, a good place. So you, I want to follow the discussion. So you'll see what happened to the woman. Now, if the woman had not listened to Jesus, she would not have had the experience. Are you listening to me? If she, listen to me very well. If she had not listened to Jesus, you know, some people think, people think that ministry is different now from the time Jesus was here. No. No. If Jesus was living here, he would have dressed with a bow tie like me. Amen. The same thing. And some people think, oh, in Jesus' meeting, people were just getting. No, 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 that's not what happened. Don't be misinformed about Scripture. Jesus spent more time teaching. Amen. The most remarkable thing about the ministry of Jesus was his teaching. Then in his teachings, miracles happened, and he met needs. He was called teacher, rabbi. Are you understanding me? Teacher. That is not what we knew him for. What were the amazing things said about Jesus? They said, nobody spoke with such authority. That means they have to hear him talk. Hallelujah. Jesus walked into the synagogue. We find that in Luke 4. Don't go there. And then, he took the book and read. Are we together? That's what Jesus did. He didn't go there and say, there are five people here. I see, I see, I see. That's not how he started he entered there and read from the book. It was in reading the book, you read another account that as he was speaking, a demon possessed in the crowd cried out. Am I communicating? So some of you are believing for experiences. Oh, I, 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 I was in, um, you know, we were in um, Norfolk. And there are some people you know, that has amazing miracles. And thank God for the miracle ministry. And I've seen miracles in this life. And then they heard about miracles and they came. And then I started teaching. I said, when will the miracle start? <laughs> because someone has a friend that has a miracle. You understand that? They say, when will the miracle start? It's a miracle I came for. But we now start teaching. Then they meet Jesus. Amen in the teaching. Because a miracle is no more important than meeting Christ. Amen. No, it's no more important. So, let's follow the story of what happened with this lady. 
This lady, she was streetwise. Amen. Let's look at verse 7. There cometh a woman to Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink. That's how the conversation started. Give me to drink. And then, we know that Jesus was not really concerned about water. It was that he wanted to minister to her. He said, For his disciples have gone away into the city to buy meat. That's food. Verse, verse 9. Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that you, being a Jew, accept drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Okay? Then, verse 10, Jesus said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. Now, understand how he brought the conversation to salvation. Amen. The woman didn't come that day for a religious class. She came to get water. How he used the experience of give me water to drink and the conversation and brought her to a place of understanding. Then she said something. Look at the next verse. I, I want you to follow me. Verse, verse 11. The woman said unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with. And the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself, and his children and his cattle? Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall test again. But, let's read 14 together. I want to go. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never test. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him, what? Springing up into everlasting life. The moment he said that, verse 16, the woman said, Sir, give me this water that I test not. Neither come here to draw. Amen. Are we together? Now, it was at that point the miraculous now came in. But the issue is that he had brought her attention to something because she heard his teaching or his exhortation or his message as the case might be. The next verse, follow the next verse now. Then, what now happened? Jesus said unto her, Go call your husband and come here. The woman said, I have no husband. This is where the word of knowledge now came. Then Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband. For you have had five husbands. One, two, three, four, five. And he whom thou hast now has, that means apart from these five, and he whom thou now hast is not your husband. In that says thou truly. The woman said, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Amen. I you seeing the conversation. Now what I want to point out to you is that Jesus did not just walk on to her and say, I see, I see, I see. No. No. 
How come I say, I have the word of the Lord for you? No. That's not how it happens. Regular conversation. And he brought a message to her. Her heart has opened. Give me that water that you are talking about. Then the miracle was broken. Are you understanding me? The word of knowledge came. Now, the reason I came to this scripture, I want to just bring out a few things. First, the woman encountered Jesus. We read 29 earlier. She left her water pot and went to tell others. There's nobody that genuinely meets Christ that keeps quiet about Christ. Amen. But I found out that you can come to church and not meet Christ. You can come to church and meet James. You can come to church and meet John. You can come to church and meet Nandi. But you didn't meet Christ. My prayer for every one of you today is that any time you come to church, you will meet Christ. Someone can even come to us in his bag. The thing he wants to sell is what is on his mind. Just look, let you know, go, let you know, go. Those are my main customers. Are they, I hope they are around, I hope they are around. And then you are wondering why your life is not changing. You are selling, oh, but your life is not changing. You are selling. It's like you are gathering, but it's amounting to nothing. Why? Because what sustains everything that we have is missing. Amen. Are you listening to me? It's missing. I saw someone post a comment about working very hard. Like you know, some people say, I'm going to work hard until I make a breakthrough. And I laugh. Right. And this I'm not against working hard. But let me tell you one thing. If working hard was the only reason why people succeeded. Every other person would have succeeded. There are people that are working harder than you. Don't be deceived. They are not foolish. Amen. There are people that have worked hard. Go to pension office. You will see people that work hard for this country. They are still queuing up to collect 15,400. And they don't have any house. They worked hard. Someone took a picture with a guy that designed the Nigerian flag. And um, I think he was having health challenges. I don't know if he's still alive now. It was some time ago. And they look at the man that designed the flag for Nigeria. There's nothing remarkable about his life. He's supposed to be a hero. He has worked hard for this country. Are you listening to me? Because life is not fair. Are you understanding me? No, life is not fair. Life is not fair. What God has done for us is to give us a blood advantage. That the disadvantages that life will bring to us will not happen to us. So when you decide to shun that and trust only your effort. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't work. I'm not saying you shouldn't Labor. I'm saying your faith cannot be in your labels. Amen. But that's not the direction I'm going. If you come to church, ensure that you meet Christ. Hallelujah. 
You hear Christ. You see Christ. If that's the attitude you are coming to church with, you will not remember that. Ah, this thing Pastor said today, I didn't really like it. You won't you have time for all those things. Amen. Because you came for something else. Am I communicating? You won't be bothered and say, um, um, today the, the, the AC is not really cooling as it cools. Amen. Here you get home on your own AC. Are you understanding? Praise God. You won't remember all of that. A young man a, 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 in our former venue, in our former venue, um, then we are not, we have, there's time we sit fans. But before we do that, there's a guy that came, to, you know, there's some people that walk like money is too much. Money is too much. You know those kind of people? Uh-huh. So he was coming to church that day, like money is too much. My money is too much. He came into church. Sat down. So uh, we got talking after the service. So how was service? He was using his handkerchief, cleaning. You know, careful that the money is too much that the back of their neck is folded like that. Yes, sir. You know, all the back of the neck. Yes, Different layers of dollars. So he was cleaning the sweat from his face. And I said, um, you know, and I said that the place is too hot. Um, there are too many fans. And that, 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 that we need fans. Yes, please do it. I said, yeah, yeah. Th- thank God you observed. He said, yeah, I said, I will mention it to you. I said, you have to just come with your fans when you're coming next Sunday. Amen. You know, it's like if you buy one. And it, I was not going to say, if you come with your own, I will own it near where you're sitting. You understand that? So it will be your fan. You understand that? Just that you will leave it and go, but you, anytime you come, we'll put the fan for you. And some other part around you will benefit from the fan. You're like, yeah, Pastor. <laughs> he was just like, but I was telling him what I, and I, I talk like that sometimes. So, and so uh, it's good that you observe that the place is hot. Amen. It's not, flesh and blood did not reveal it to you. Now, what I'm saying is this don't come to church. And miss the reason why you came. Hallelujah. If you keep missing the reason you came to church, you would observe that you've been a Christian for years, but what you've gotten out of it is very little. Amen. So you now find somebody saying something like, Well, I've been a Christian for a long time, but this salvation thing, this Christianity thing, I begin to wonder whether it is the truth is this. You've not been getting the substance of what has been offered. I've been pastoring. You know? And I've heard other people say that. But when something I've talked before, there's someone will come and say, Hey, pastor! It's not a cottage. But you were here when I taught you in 2012. You were here when I taught you in 2014. It's not your cottage. Are you understanding? And I told like that. Is now. Is now I'm cutting. I've actually asked some people, say, go and bring your. Do you have the sermon notes for last year? Say, bring it. So say, it's missing. One or two that have succeeded bringing it. I slip, 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 and say, see this thing. Say, oh, it's in my notes, too. Let me give you a practical example. A sister walked into a meeting. It was not a big meeting. I was having a meeting with a group of people. And I was teaching them about different kinds of giving. 
So I was talking about giving in scripture, giving it for this, giving it for that, different kinds of giving. I was just explaining that to them, showing them exact scripture. So she walked into the service, not the service, it was a small meeting. And she had an appointment with me, but that was her former venue. As she walked in, she saw I was teaching for two, so she sat close. And then because of what she heard me saying, she got out a note and said, copying, copying what I was saying, taking down notes. So, when we finished, she said, ah, Pastor, see the thing you are teaching these people. Teach us too now. See the thing. I've never heard this kind of thing before. So I said, ah, you were in the service when I taught it now. Say no, I've never heard it before. I said, you were in the service when I taught it. And I reminded her, hey, it's true. You know why? You were in the service, but you were not in the service. You know, there are some people that are here now that are cooking beans, you know? And they're, they're here, but they're, they're cooking, they're thinking another thing, that is, you know? Some, some guys might even be here now. They're just thinking about what they would tell the guy after the service. They're having their line. It's like, I've met you this. No. It's like, no. It's like, you know. And as long as his mind is on that, he's not hearing the message. Are you understanding me? They're supposed to be over. He's wondering why his life is not transformed. How will your life be transformed? How? Amen. That's also what happens when we're in a service. And somebody came. He wants the man of God to pray for him. So, he's sitting in the crowd. And then I'm teaching about how to receive your heart desire. He's there in the service. As the service ends, the pastor, please pray for me. My problem is that I don't know how to receive my heart desire. But if that was what I was just talking about in the last 45 minutes. I went to preach for a friend of mine. And I finished the service. The power of God was awesome. And I'm leaving the service. They're taking me back to the car. And a man ran to me. Matured man. He said, man of God, man of God, man of God. And then he said, I forgot the question. But what he was asking me is exactly what I minister. He said, can you just pray for me so that so, so, so. When I looked at I was already tired. When I turned and looked at him, I said, I called the other, I said, I called one of the pastors, I said, meet him. I said, please preach to him what I just preached again. And I left. It might sound sarcastic, but that was the only way I could explain the frustration. Are you listening to me? Now, you can come for this service and then whether that you are punching your phone, you are Facebooking, you are on Instagram, the only place you are everywhere apart from here. How? Let me say it in How you want drown? How will your life change? Amen. See, spiritual change takes time, but when it comes, it will last forever. Are you listening to me? It takes time. And it takes time, you have to give it attention. So, you know, come to church like you just come to collect a snack. You understand that? You just come to collect a snack. Woo, 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 woo. 
what was the scripture preached? I don't know. What did pastor say? <laughs> pastor told us one story like that. The story was very sweet. Get the scriptures. Every other thing we say the way, those scriptures will remain. Get the scriptures. Go back, read them. If instructions were given, follow the instructions. You are in a church and you're not following the instructions. You can never grow. You can't grow. Everybody's going left, you are going right. How? Go and read your scriptures. Let me show you Hebrews 4. Let's get there. Verse 1 and 2. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1 and 2, what was the issue? It said, Let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left off of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. That means it's looking like everything that preaching is not happening to you. Amen. Oh, God is moving. God is doing this. Things are shaking. We are taking over. His greatness. And you're wondering, eh, why is that not happening to me? I'll show you that in verse 2. I had a lecturer in university when I was still in school. That was the problem. Anytime you used to say, Pastor, come, 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 come. Maybe you cannot bully his pastor in his church. But since I was his student, you say, Pastor, come, come, come. You take me to his office, sit down. He said, I want to ask you a question. And then you, I don't know if he has forgotten that he has told me the story before. He will start again. He will say, You mentioned the church. It's a popular church. And then you say, Everybody joined the church. I see them on TV giving their testimony. I see them everywhere giving their testimony. The day I joined, after I joined, my car was stolen. He said, You know, that, that car had was stolen. I was suspecting that students were involved in the robbery of this car. You know, because people were jealous. Then he said, my car was stolen. And I'm going there. And I don't know why. It's only my life that has not changed. Other people are sharing testimony. I have not shared one testimony. Why, Pastor, why do you think that is so? One day he asked me, I almost wanted to tell him, when you are selling handouts for... <laughs> <laughs> when you are selling handouts, you know, and victimizing students, how will it happen? You know how many students are cursing you? <laughs> verse 4. For unto us was the, verse 2, sorry. For unto us was the gospel preached the same old, as well as unto them. So, who is going to be the us and who is going to be the them? Amen. Will you choose to be the us or to be the them? Us or them? Us or them? So if you don't know where to be, when I finish, you will know. He said the gospel was preached unto us as well as unto them. But the word did not profit who? Them. That means it profited us. But it did not profit them. Why? Not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Today, crossover from the them to the us. Amen. All of us are having greatness. But them are wondering where is the greatness. So you want to know where you stand, whether you are us or them. If the greatness is manifesting, it's us. If you are wondering, it's them. Am I communicating? But the same gospel was preached.
Now, what is it, permit the language, that the earth was doing, that the den were not doing? The Bible says, not being mixed with faith. What it simply means, you don't even need to go further, is to say that they were putting what they were learning to practice. They were exercising themselves in the things they were hearing. Oh, we say, okay, um, some of you detach instruction. You know, detach instruction. And then you later find out that the thing you detach is the most important part of the component. Are you understanding me? They say, okay, we are doing this together. Everybody go and do like this. Sometimes some some weeks say, uh, this week, lead a soul to Christ. Oh, this week, um, um, break bread at home. It could be one instruction or the other. You never get to participate in those instructions. And then you're wondering why your life is not changing. How you won't dwell. That should be the title of the message. How you won't dwell. Are you with me? And then those people just say, eh, man of God, man of God, okay, press touch here. Pray here, touch here. Somebody, I blocked somebody recently. You know, I've, I've not done that so much, but sometimes you have to do that. People that think that a pastor is a is a prayer ATM. Prayer. And they don't want to hear the now. I, I don't have a problem when people have issues. They call me from different countries. Some maybe were referred, some I don't even know. Someone called me today. I don't, I don't know how the person got my number. You know, someone called me yesterday. That person told me who gave the number and all that and all that. Then they say, Oh, Pastor, somebody says so, 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 this, that, 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 this is what I want. And some of them have serious issues. And then you know that only teaching of the gospel can help that person. And some of them, you don't even reason. You've been to that place. You've been to Greenstone Ministry. You've been to, uh, what's the Bombastic Church International. You know, you've been everywhere. It's not telling you that it's not about someone praying for you. Amen. I cannot be more serious about your problem than you. So, okay, see what's going to happen. I gave a lady, I said, I sent a message, I said, listen to these 10 messages. When you are finished listening to them, get back to me. A week or some days after, she sent me a message and said, um, I just wanted to pray about an issue. I said, have you listened to the message? No. <laughs> I said, don't ask me for any prayer until you finish listening, and I give her 10, until you, <laughs> until you finish listening to the messages. And the truth is, if she listens to the message, she will not need to be prayed for. It reminds me of a story that a comedian, let me not mention the name, an American comedian shared. He, he grew up with a Christian mother, and um, she's a believer. So he went to her 
and she came to his house also. He complained about he couldn't pay his bills. He has had issues in his life and so on and so forth, you know. So when he called over the phone, she had come to his house. I think when she, he called over the phone, she said, she asked him, "Have you been reading your Bible?" He said, "What has Bible got to do with my death?" She said, "Just read your Bible." He called another time again. Said, "Things are very rough, Mama. This is da 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 da." She said, "Read your Bible." It is my religious mother. She said to him several times. He went through a lot. Only one day later, he opened his Bible and saw money she kept for him inside the Bible a long time ago. And all time he was suffering, the money was inside the Bible. Now that was literal. But the truth is that your problem, the money is inside the Bible. The thing you are looking for is in the teachings of the scriptures. Amen. Are you understanding me? And that's what people don't understand. They say, pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. Then you say, hey, sit down and hear God's word. And they don't understand why we're telling them to sit down to hear God's word. In this church, I don't want you to just be the them. Amen. Exercise yourself in the things that you are. I would prefer to have someone that is paying attention. You know, it's not about how many people came. It's about the lives that are changed. Amen. The, some folks thought I was joking when there was a guy that in our former church. He comes after the service. He comes late. Some, most of the time is when I'm saying, let's send this for confession. He's just been walking with his Bible. Sit down. You won't believe he's coming now. Now I'm going to shame him openly. As I'm talking now, the person is coming. You won't believe it though. I will tell you when he comes, when I, when when he enters, this face forward. When he enters, you understand that I'll just say, Here he is. Alright, what? Can you imagine I'm talking about the thing happening right now? He comes enter. So when we were moving from the former church, I said nobody should tell him. So for several weeks he will go to that church. He doesn't know where we are. And we were happy to have lost him. Only four months later, I just saw him and said, Who told you we are here? <laughs> now, I don't need that kind of thing. Are you understanding me? Because at the end of the day, you say he's coming to church, but he's not changing. Here is he. Put your hands together for him. I'll try him very well. He doesn't know what's happening. That way. Okay. Can you imagine now? I will not tell you the story. Does that not tell you it's prophetic? I was not expecting it at all. Glory to God. Now, what I'm saying to you is that you can have people that could even call the name of the church, Renaissance Assembly. And then somebody around them, a, a, a lady said something that touched me. She came for my meeting. I was invited to sit somewhere. She sat down for the first time. I spoke for about two hours, 30 minutes in that meeting. I was sitting. 
And then she, that was the first time she was sitting under my ministry. When she finished the service, she said, I never knew there was such death in this man of God. That's what she said, without sense of modesty. So she was telling somebody else. She said, I know two of his church members, they are empty. She said, that's why I've never gone to that church. Until I sat in this man's meeting, I saw substance. He said, I know two of his church members. He said, they are empty. They are my friends. That is because of them, I've never been to that church. I thought it was one of them churches. I want to ask you, what impression do people have about you? Amen. Because you associate with Renaissance family. And it will not be fault of anybody. It's the way you come to church. We had a couple's um, program on Friday. Couple's classic. You know. Now, what was done in that meeting helped many families. Then, you will see somebody that has family issues. How else would it be solved if it didn't come for that? We are singles. On, on, on Wednesday was singles only. On Thursday was singles and couples. Then on Friday was couples only. In the singles meeting, we talked about some things. Now, he says, I want to marry. I must marry this year. I don't know what, what, what it is. Why men are not even looking my size. And you have been, that's been your prayer point. Because that's what you wrote. Goals for 2018. Marriage. Goal number two, marry. Goal number three, marry. Goal number four, marry you, marry. That's what you wrote and submitted as the thing for 2018. We've had several singles meetings. You have not come for any. How you want to do Are you understanding what I'm saying? How you want to do It is the thing I'm saying. This first man is saying every day. Is that thing that will change your life? Then you're wondering. Where, 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 where? Somebody was believing God for something. And then they went to meet a pastor. I don't know if they're here, but they went to meet a pastor. And told him what they were believing God for. And the pastor directly said that that's what I believe in God for is your pastor that prayed for me. Are you understanding me? This just happened. Say, is your pastor that prayed for me to receive it? Because they saw it in his life. So they went, say, No, it's your pastor that prayed for me. Please <laughs> go go back to your pastor. And because maybe I never publicly shared the testimony. Now, listen. You are in this church, you've never bought the messages to take them back to listen to them. You are a fake. Fake. Are you understanding? Fake. The proof of following the message is that you will go back and listen to it again and again. Nobody has been preaching. Nobody gets the message the first time. Are you listening to me? Nobody. You will think you heard. Even message I preach. I will preach a message and then I will listen to it on tape. Wow! Wow! You know why? Because it was under inspiration. 
Then you were writing notes. You feel you got everything. How? How you wonder? I was driving. I think it was to Yenigua Bayosa one time. I was alone that day. I was driving. And I was listening to After the Light. I've shared that section before. I was listening to it. I was in the road. I was listening. I said, Guy, I passed, came down. Oh! This man of God, they preach. It was my message. I entered the car, continued driving again. I was so blessed. See what? Because literally, I can't even remember some of. Are you understanding me? There are scriptures that some of them came on the spot of the moment. Are you listening to me? What I'm trying to say to you is this: nobody grows beyond the word. If you are in this church, get the messages. Go back home in your car. It's not just some of you. You are a believer. You are a Christian. You are a believer. If you put on Check your CDs in your car. You'll be amazed though. You'll be amazed what you'll be hearing. Double wahala for dead body. <laughs> How would that help your destiny? Amen. How would that help your destiny? All over the car, all over the car. Which one? There is no teaching of scripture in your car. None in your home. None in your office. How you want to have? I was coming this morning. I was listening to a message. Are you listening to me? I was coming this morning and listening to a message. That means I've listened to a message today. Amen? I slept late. But I listened to a message this morning. So, you don't listen to messages? Even if we, now, if we come and investigate very well your quiet time, there's nothing quiet. You don't wake up and say, God, take control. You know that I am tired. Though. Help your own. I don't come out. You are, and you are wondering why dramatic things are not happening. How will this happen? How? Okay, we are fasting. Some of you, this year, this is May. Perceived, right? You have not fasted one day in this year. We fast to. Hello? You have not fasted one day. God of miracles, Namapap. You will sing, Tayao. Be singing. Be singing. You have not fasted one day. The only day you didn't eat breakfast was that the gas was bad. It was not fast, you know. And then you're wondering why all those things don't happen. You come here and shout, Amen! 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 When we are fasting, we fast every first Thursday of the month now. Join and fast. Did you hear me? Fast! Say, well, you know, there's a way my body is, you know. I don't know if I've whether, you know, what will happen. Let that thing happen to you. It needs to happen to you. That's the transformation you need. Let it happen to you. Fast. Then there are those that don't, they don't give. They are the ones that are even happy that 
the controversy about size of it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. My brother, size. Amen. Sow your seeds. Hallelujah. Give. You say, I'm, I'm believing God for some financial, big financial things now. Are you giving? No. If we said some of you now, throughout this year, you've not tithed once. You've not sown a seed ever. You don't give for any project in church. How you wonder? Hello? Now we say, okay, okay, what about service? Okay, oh, what, 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 what team, what department, um, what team do you function in church? None. You just told in on Sunday, yeah, word of God. If you even heard it, you go home. You come again next Sunday, you go home. Man, it's my year of great man. Listen, let me not let me not fool you. Nothing will happen. I'm telling you, nothing will happen. You're just playing games. You will wake up one day and find out that you've not made any progress. Spiritual things don't just happen. People switch them on. Are you hearing me? The people switch them on. They don't just happen. If nobody switch on this fan, it will not be on, it will be off. In the same way, we switch on spiritual things. And those exercises or actions you are told to take, how you switch on things in your life. Hallelujah. Did you get that? Now, today is membership school. Everybody say membership school. Some of you are instructed to inspire people. Maybe you are uh, a church member, you've not done membership school, to participate in membership school. Or you have people in your fellowship that have not really given themselves, maybe Alpha Fellowship, whatever, they've not done membership school. Or someone just received Christ and said, Come to church. Oh, this is how to start the, the, should I say, integration process in church. Membership school. You start today. You say, I would have done it too, but just that today, I fixed an appointment with some people who want to play poker. Please don't play the poker today. Nothing will happen. Miss that appointment. Make this a priority. Hallelujah. Some things people are running after. You know, at the end of the day, they will still come back. Are you understanding me? That's what amazes me. You know? At the end of the day, then you still come back. And you know what? What I observe in the realm of spirit is that they don't have to jump class. No, no, they don't jump class. It will be as if you have escaped. Then you now discover that he has seen primary one. <laughs> Amen. If you didn't do that primary one, it will be 10 years to come. You will still do it. That thing you refuse to learn. If you didn't learn it willingly, circumstances will bring you to a place where you still want to learn. There are some of you who are young now. You have been taught God's word and have to learn how to lay hold on spiritual things. It's so that when you start getting to 60, 65, 68, when hypertension is looking for who to collect, cancer is looking for somebody, they will try your time. Because when you are 22, you learn how to lay hold. When you are 66, you will see the You say, hey, not here. Not this body. Because you learn it that time. No, when you are 66 now, you say, okay, come for. Um, we have bloodology, um, Bible school for one week. You say, ah, I would have come home. 
But that morning time is too early for me. <laughs> you can't come again. But now you're young. You're 30. You're 35. You're 40. Apply yourself to this thing. It will help you. Glory to God. Are you listening to me? Learn them now. Lay hold of them. Understand them in ways that it can be used. Years will come. You'll be grateful you learned it. Am I communicating? Some of you think you don't have time now. You will not have time next year too. You will not have time next two years. I end with this story. It's a lady, a wonderful sister, was a good friend of ours. I've known her for many years. But we finally met again in university. And um, when she came into the university, she didn't join us. We, she joined us second semester. You know, because she was in another school and she transferred. So, she had a lot of catching up to do. You know, copy notes, she had missed. There are some courses she has, she would still do maybe in first semester of her year too, because she didn't do that. Especially in her department. So, when she came in, we invited her for fellowship. And then she could sing. You know, there are some people that, you know, you know, when God finished creating them, you know, I said, bring the thing. Put it here. Then he fixed it. Okay. There's a thing up inside them. Alright, so but she could sing. So I'm like, oh, come, 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 come. And she was like, um, this semester, please let me settle down. You know, I'm just trying to put my things together. And so that second semester, year one ended. We entered second year, first semester. I'm like, oh, hey, what about? He said, you know, now, now I'm doing some courses at so so so. When I settled down, we joined the fellowship, and I now told her something. Listen, even me, I am afraid of the things I tell people be careful of, because with all humility, they always happen. I'm telling you. So if I say, um. The way I'm saying this thing, so, 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 it has been like that for over 20 years. There's a sister I met one day. She was working on the pavement in our former venue. On the pavement. You understand that? So I was standing by the pavement. Huh? I said, where have you been? Yeah. I said, like, oh, you, have been, you have been missing this missing. The place you are going to, don't go there again, no. It's like something will soon happen. Went ahead. I did, that's the last day I saw her. The next time I saw her, I passed off. Why are you dodging me? She was pregnant. He said, that's what you told me that day. Now, this is not the first time. This is not the second time. I could stand here and tell you five stories straight without thinking. Another guy was a cold guy. He came to meet me. And uh, we were talking. And I was trying to convince him, you know, because... He used to come around for fellowship meetings, but he was in the call. And then I said, I see that this is like a last chance, you know. And as you've come here now, don't go back to them. And I didn't even know that they had an issue that day within the premises, you know. And he was in my room. I spoke with him, shared the word of God with him. And I said that if you leave today and go back to that place, it will be more difficult to come out. 
I thought it will take a crisis for you to come out again. He listened to me and he left. Thank God today he saved. But this is his story. It's from police station that he received salvation. As he left me that day, he was walking. They called him. I almost called his name. They called him and said, Come. He's in politics today. He doesn't want anybody to know he was in court before. So, they called him. Come. He said, at that moment, it was between what Pastor TV said and what they are telling him to do. They said, what did they do to him? Let him just go. As he went, they made him number one of the course that day. He said he couldn't now leave again until they had a police case. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Now, it has happened like that severally. Severally. Back to the sister that thing. So I now told her that day, I said, see, this is how you'll be doing. I don't have time. I don't have time. When we'll be graduating from school, there'll be no fellowship to send you for. She said, God forbid. That will never happen. I said, no. I'm just saying that that's the way it's looking like it will go. We ended the discussion. Year two, year three. She did a four-year course. I did a five-year course. We we're preparing to send forth our year four students. I was in my fourth year. Uh, um, so some students are graduating who will graduate next year so we are planning send for them what are we going to buy what are we going to do no normal send for and then she came to my room when we were planning something and I said hey she had forgotten to discuss something even me I didn't remember that she just said hey if what are you doing for your final year like Joko my name is not here and I'm just coming from um, she has friends in life I'm just coming from there they are doing their own too you know my name is not there and she was saying it, that's when you called to me. I said, is not what we were saying. He said, okay, is that what you told me? Like joke, finally, nobody sending me forth. Please, now include my name <laughs> in your own. Then I said, you see? She now told me, don't worry. I didn't think throughout my school days. Now that I finished school, I will say it. I said, is it likely the same thing that will happen? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see her again. Years passed. My wife and I went somewhere. Two eight, two thousand eight or so. It was many years after. Uh, we went to take pictures, and she came in with her husband. Hey, hey, hey! I, I, I didn't even know when she got married. You know, so hey, hey, hey! Oh, how are you? This da 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 da. Then I just question. I just asked, "Have you said things?" Say no. Now family life. <laughs> May that not be your story. Every time somebody say, may that not be your story. Amen. Glory to God. Let that not be your story. So, for unto us was the God to speak, you will be the earth. As well as unto them. But the word preach, you will say, it profited me. Why? Because you mix it with faith. You exercise yourself in the thing. Now, if you've not done membership school, as we close today, stay back and do your membership school. Now, let me prove to you that many people have done membership school. You know when you are on the wrong side of something? Are you understanding me? You always feel that everybody's on the wrong side. You know that kind of thing? You know that kind of thing? You know when somebody wants to leave a company? You know? 
you are working for a company, you want to leave the company. You say, everybody wants to resign, no? <laughs> it's not only me. It's when you put your resignation, you find out that you are the only one that wanted to resign. Amen. There's a movie like that. Maguire. What's that movie? Jerry Maguire. What's the guy's name? Um, the actor. Tom Cruise. You know? He thought everybody was going to follow him and resign. Who's going to go with me? And nobody stood up for Until one girl out of street party said, Don't worry, I will help you. Amen. Amen. You know, you might not be serious with Jesus of God. You think everybody is not serious. A, bro- a sister was telling me, Eh, eh, me. I know that I'm not very serious, but at least I'm better than to mention the sister's thing. And I laughed. And I laughed. And if I mention that sister's thing, some of you will think you are more serious than her. So I said, Let me tell you about that sister. Then I shared one or two testimonies that I could share. I didn't know that sister was that spiritual. Amen. It's not by who didn't wear makeup and who wore. Amen. If you finish membership school, please stand up, let everybody see. Amen. Stand up. Amen. Now there are some of you that are new, so no problem. You are new. You just came into church. Today, we have membership school class one. As we close, don't run to go. Attend the class. Hallelujah. And this journey I'm talking about will begin with you today. See down there, here the class. Sleep. You're feeling sleepy. Be right there. You, you stay there, you finish the class. Amen. You understand that? And you'll be glad you did. Hallelujah. Alright, so if you are sitting down, you should do the class today. Are we together? Alright, so, um, if you've not done the class, really we close, you just come this way, sit this row, this row. Where you sit, this way and this way. Alright? See, even if you want to give an excuse, come and give the excuse before you go. If I catch you by the door. He thought, as I close now, that's where I'll be standing. If I catch you by the door, hey, 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 I go ask you how you go do them. How you want to do them? I want to do Then it means that all the things I'll be saying today, you didn't hear me. Amen. Are we together? We're going to receive the offerings and the commission. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and noted.